The Wind in the Willows. When Mole deserts his underground home for the sunshine and fresh air of the world above, his whole life changes. He makes friends with water rat, learns about the wild wood, meets the elusive badger, and of course, toad. The Riverbank. Mole had been spring cleaning all morning. Suddenly, he threw down his brush and said, "Brother, oh blow!" And he butted out of the house, up the tunnel that led to the sunlight and great meadow. He walked until he came to the edge of a river. It was the first time he had ever seen a river. A small brown face with whiskers was looking at him from a hole in 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 the riverbank. It was water rat. Come for a row in the river," said Rat. "There's nothing better than messing about in boats." Rat put a picnic basket into a little boat, and they set off. "What place is that?" asked Mole. "The Wild Wood," said Rat with a shudder. They waved to Badger, but he. Took no notice. Otter came and had a chat. Toad's out in his new boat, he said. The sun was beginning to go down when Rat headed for home. Mole wanted to try to row in the boat. He couldn't quite get the hang of it, and he tipped them both over to the river. Help! cried Mole. I can't swim. Rat rescued him and dried him out. I think you had better come stay with me for a while," said Rat. "Then I can teach you about the river." The Oaken Road. Will you take me to meet Mister Toad?" asked Mole one morning. "Certainly," said Rat. "We'll walk along to Toad Hall." "Hooray!" said Toad when he saw them arrive. "Just the animals I wanted to see." I have something I want to show you. Standing in the stable yard was a gypsy caravan. We're going on a trip," said Toad. "Everything is ready." Rat said he wasn't going anywhere with Toad. Then he saw how much Mole wanted to go, and he changed his mind. That night they all slept in the caravan. The next morning they hitched up the horse. To the caravan and set off along the road. They were traveling happily along when they heard a noise behind them. Poop, poop, whoosh! Suddenly there was a blast of wind and a whirl of sound as a motor car roared past them and sped off into the distance. The horse was so startled that she reared up. With a terrible crash, the caravan fell into a ditch. It was wrecked. Rat jumped about in the road, shaking his fists. Mole t- tried to soothe the frightened horse. Toad sat in the middle of the dusty road, murmuring, "Poop, poop. The only way to travel is poop, poop." Stop being so silly, Toad," said Mole. "I give up," said Rat. The wildwood. Rat always slept a great deal in the winter. One winter day, when Rat was sleeping, Mole decided to go off on his own and explore the wild wood.
Most though hadn't met Badger. He hoped that he might bump into him there. At first, it was fun being in the wild wood, but as darkness fell, the wood became very still. Little narrow faces and hard eyes began to look out from the shadows. Mo was frightened. Suddenly, Mo heard strange whistling and pattering noises. Now Mo really was afraid. Mo began to run, first in one direction and then in the other. He was completely lost in the wildwood. He hid in the willow of an old beech tree, and all around him he could hear whistling and pattering. When Rat woke up and saw that Mo wasn't at home, he went looking for him. He followed Mo's footprints into the wild wood. Mo, Mo, where are you? It's me. It's old Rat. It was a long time before Rat heard Mo answer him. Is that really you, Ratty? Called Mo from the hollow of the tree. Rat quickly found the beech tree, which was where Mo was hiding, and he crept in the in beside him. There they stayed until Mo felt brave enough to carry on. When they came out of the hollow, it was snowing. Everything was covered in a thick white blanket. Rat thought he knew the way home, but everything looked so different in the snow. Soon he was lost too. Then Mo tripped over something. It was a door scraper. Rat had been scooping away at the snow. He knew that. Where there was a door scraper, there was bound to be a door. We are saved! Shouted Rat. It's Badger's door. Mister Badger, hang on to the doorbell, Mole," said Rat, as he banged on the door with his stick. "Who is there?" asked the gruff voice. "It's me, Rat, and my friend Mole," called Rat. "We have lost our way in the snow." The door opened. "Come, al- come along in," said. Badger kindly. He took their wet coats and boots and made them some supper. Any news of Toad in his new car? Asked Badger when supper was eaten. He's going from bad to worse, said Rat. He had another smash-up last week. That's the seventh one. He's been in the hospital three times, said Mole. He'll be killed if we don't do something, said Rat. When the time is right, we will do something," said Badger, "and then we will stand no nonsense." Rat and Mole stayed at Badger's house that night. The next day, Badger let them use his secret underground tunnels that took them to the edge of the wildwood. From there, it was easy to find their way home. "You're going nowhere," said Badger sternly, and he marched Toad back inside Toad Hall. He sat him down and talked to him very seriously, but it didn't do any good. Toad would not promise Badger anything, so on Badger's orders, Rat and Mole locked Toad in his bedroom, and here he stayed for days and days with someone on guard outside the door all time. I do feel ill," moaned Toad one morning when it was Rat's turn to be on guard. "I'll fetch the doctor," said Rat. And he ran off to the village, leaving Toad unguarded. 
This was just what Toad wanted. He didn't waste a moment. He leapt out of the bed, made a rope with nut, knotted sheets, and escaped through the window. Oh, what a clever Toad I am to trick old rat like that. He sang as he hopped and skipped along the road. Toad stopped to have dinner at an inn. He could hardly believe his eyes. The inn yard was the motor car of his dreams. Toad only meant to look at the car, but somehow he found himself sitting in it, and then somehow he found himself driving it. Stop, thief! Stop! Shouted voices before, behind Toad. Toad pretended not to hear. Toad's adventure. Toad was caught, of course, and put into prison. He cried many tears. The man who was in charge of the prison had a kind daughter. She felt sorry for Toad. She asked the woman who did all the prisoners' washing to swap places with Toad so that he would could escape. When Toad was dressed up in the washerwoman's clothes, he thought he was the washerwoman. Oh, what a clever Toad I am! He sang as the prison prison gates clanged shut behind him. When Toad tried to get onto a train, the station master wouldn't let him on without a ticket. What's wrong? Asked the train driver when he saw Toad walking sadly away. I'm a poor washerwoman, cried Toad. I've lost my money. I can't buy a ticket to get home. You can ride up here with me, said the train driver, and he helped Toad up. Beside him, when Toad got off the train, he came to a kennel. As he walked along beside it, a barge sailed by. Good morning, called the barge woman to Toad, who was still dressed as the washerwoman. Not for me, answered Toad. I'm a poor washerwoman trying to get to my daughter's house. She lives close by Toad Hall. I've lost all my money. I must walk there. You can ride with me," said the barge woman, "and you can do some washing for me at the same time." I suppose anyone can do washing," said Toad to himself, and he got to work with the soap. But he kept on losing it, and his back ached as he made more and more mess. He became more and more angry. You've never washed a thing in your life," laughed the barge woman. Toad lost his temper. Of course I haven't," he shouted. "I'm Toad, highly respected Toad." The barge woman looked more closely at Toad. "Why, so you are," she said. "I don't want a horrible, crawly Toad on my nice, clean barge." She picked Toad up. By his leg and threw him into the water. He landed with a big splash. Toad was furious. He climbed out of the water and untied the horse, which pulled the barge along. Then he jumped onto the horse's back and galloped off across the fields. Oh, what a clever Toad I am! He shouted. Toad sold the horse to a gypsy for six. Shillings and sixpence, and the gypsy gave him as much of his stew as he could eat.
Some time later, Tug came to the road again. He heard a familiar sound: poop, poop. It was a motor car. He decided to stop the motor car and ask for a lift. As Toad stepped into the road, he turned very pale. It was the same motor car that he had stolen. Toad remembered the prison. He had sat on the ground and began to cry. He had forgotten that he was still dressed as a washerwoman. Oh dear, how sad! Said a voice. Here's a poor old washerwoman. She's fainted in the road. We must take her to the nearest village. Soon Toad forgot he was supposed to be a washerwoman. Please, sir, may I drive your motor car? He asked the man. The people in the car were surprised that a washerwoman wanted to drive a motor car, but they decided to let her. All would have been well if Toad hadn't drive driven faster and faster and faster, but he couldn't help himself. He couldn't help shouting either. Then Toad heard something, shouting, "Stop! Thief! Stop!" He was being chased again. Toad began to panic. He didn't know where he was running. Suddenly, the ground fell away beneath his feet. He was falling into the water. It was that. It was at that moment he saw a rat had fallen into the river. Chapter Eight: The Return of Toad. Rat gripped Toad by the scuff of his neck and pulled him to safety. Go and change out the, of those silly clothes," said Rat as soon as they were indoors. Toad told Rat about his adventures and how clever he had been. Then he said, "I think I'll go home to Toad Hall now." Haven't you heard? Asked Rat. Heard what? Asked Toad. When you didn't come home, Badger and Mole moved into Toad Hall to take care of things for you. But the stoats and weasels from Wild Wood chased them out and took over Toad Hall. Oh, have indeed," said Toad, picking up a stick. "I'll soon put a stop to that." Toad marched off to Toad Hall, but he was soon back at Rat's house. He had been shot at and almost squashed by a falling rock. He would need some help if he was going to get the stoats and weasels out of Toad Hall. Then Badger and Mole arrived. Everyone began taking at the same time, trying to decide what they should do. Be quiet, all of you! Ordered Badger. I have a plan. Badger knew of a secret underground passage that led right under Toad Hall. He heard that the stoats and weasels were going to have a party the next night. Badger said that they could sneak along the passage under Toad Hall while the party was going on. Then they would attack the stoats and weasels, were least expecting it. The next day, Toad, Rat, Badger, and Mole were ready. The time to chase the stoats and weasels from. Toad Hall had arrived. Badger gave each of them a big stick in case they were attacked. Then he took the lantern and led the way along the riverbank. 
and into the secret passage. We are right under Toad Hall now, whispered Badger. They could hear the stoats and weasels stamping and cheering overhead. They moved quietly along the passage until they came to the trapdoor. It opened into the butler's pantry. Now we're in Toad Hall. The noise from the party was pretty loud. Badger puffed himself up. He looked very big and very fierce. Follow me, he shouted. Badger, Toad, and Mole and Rat burst into the party. They shouted and screeched at the stoats and weasels, waving big sticks in the air. There were only four of them, but the stoats and weasels didn't know that. They panicked and fled with squeeze squeals in the, uh, of fear. They disappeared through the windows, up the chimney and out of the doors, anywhere to get away from those big sticks. Soon it was over. The stoats and weasels, weasels had gone, and Toad was back where he belonged, in Toad Hall. Toad knew that he had a lot to thank his friends for. He knew he had to stop his silly ways, and from that day onwards, he changed a changed toad. The end.